my kids, uh, they were watching Door the Explorer, I remember, and uh, my wife and I were just chatting when, like literally this car pulled in front of us, crossing over the highway. Uh, the guy didn't look, and I slammed my brakes on, but we ended up hitting his car, going about 60 miles an hour. We can own it, we just get to hold it for a while. This life. Josh Havens is lead singer for The Afters, one of the most popular acts today in contemporary Christian music. You'll get to know a little bit more about this man, whose life was almost cut short. On this episode of GPS, God People Stories, I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. That clip we just heard from Josh is a pretty serious part of his story, but we're going to hear him share some more lighthearted, even humorous parts of his story. GPS. God. People. Stories. We talked with Josh Havens about a lot of things, including that car accident, singing at Starbucks, and his hippie parents. Um, My parents got saved, actually, the the day I was born. Uh, It's kind of a cool story. Um, They were kind of hippies. My dad met my mom traveling through Europe. He was a pipe organist, uh, was traveling through Holland and was uh, staying with a friend. And she was a mutual friend. And so it was basically love at first sight. Um, They moved back uh, to the States two months later, ended up getting married. Uh, She had two kids from a previous marriage and they all piled into a Volkswagen hippie bus. And my dad, he had a big Jerry Garcia beard. And uh, I mean, they just went around the US and Mexico for about a year. Um, you know, just, just living on the road. Uh, finally, they settled down in Wisconsin, and that's where they decided to start the family uh, together. And uh, I was born on this little farm, you know, in the, in the cornfields of, of Wisconsin. My dad milked about 30 cows to pay the rent and then uh, built pipe organs. On the day Josh was supposed to be born, the local pastor came out to the farm and told his parents about Jesus. And on that day, my mom accepted Christ. And then two weeks later, when I was actually born, uh, he came back and, and my dad accepted Christ that day. And I heard that the midwife also accepted Christ. So, so from that point on, I mean, they were on fire. You know, they were in the church all the time. So I grew up, my parents tell me that my first word was Jesus because they were in church so much and it was, it was so much a part of, uh, a part of their life. And so, um, so I just, you know, I really grew up in a, in a Christian home and never really knew anything but that. And he's never strayed from his faith. In fact, when I got older, when I went through high school and college and started being challenged for the first times, that's when I kind of made my faith my own and really set out to understand why I believe what I believe. I was always determined to be able to uh, defend the faith, you know, because I, I was in classes where the professor was obviously atheist or, uh, or some other religion. And, uh, you know, I wanted to be able to, to hold my own. And, uh, you know, I fell in love with apologetics and, um, you know, started... I think the, the first real apologetic author I got into was C.S. Lewis, and that rocked my world. Um, and then from there, you know, just, just uh, went on a journey to, to be able to hopefully defend the faith and, and, uh, and talk about it, you know, in a way that, that made sense. Josh can talk about the Christian faith in a way that makes sense, but obviously he also can sing about it as frontman for the group The Afters. We asked him how the band started. Well, um, Matt, he's sitting next to me. He's talking about fellow band member Matt Fuqua. He had laryngitis when we did this interview. We actually went to high school together. We didn't know each other very well. He was uh, a little older than me, um, a little cooler than me in high school. 
So we didn't hang out too much then, but we started working at Starbucks after high school. And uh, we would work the morning shift together. So we would both come in and, and you know, start up the coffee machines. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't super busy back then. So we would uh, pull out guitars because we were both worship leaders at the time. And we would, when it was slow, we'd, we'd pull the guitars out and play songs. And we'd make up songs, sing out drink orders. People thought we were the singing baristas. People came to expect it. Um, so we, yeah, so during that time, you know, people started saying that we sounded good together and uh, so we started writing songs and booking shows. That was around 1998, 1999. Since then, Josh, Matt, and the rest of the guys and the actors have put on a lot of shows and talked to a lot of fans. Those fans often tell Josh about ways that God has used the afters' music to minister to them, and Josh is humbled by all of it. But we wondered, is there one story in particular that really stands out? Wow, man. <laughs> How much time do you have? <laughs> you know, it seems like we get new stories every single night. Um, you know, one, one that comes to mind right off the bat, um, there was a woman who, uh, who told us that uh, her son had wanted uh, our, our new CD for Christmas, and uh, he passed away shortly before Christmas, and the CD was still wrapped under the tree. After Christmas, they unwrapped it, and uh, she said that that CD ended up being one of the things that God used to help them through that difficult time. I mean, we we have stories all the time from you know people who were considering suicide and you know heard a song, and there was there was somebody who was setting out to do it, and and they happened to hear "Light Up the Sky" come on the radio. You know, I could go on and on. We have we have just amazing stories, and it just shows that you know most of the stuff we'll never know. You know, God does things in so many amazing ways, and most of it we'll never know. But just the fact that we get to be even just a little tiny part of you know the amazing things that He's doing in people's lives is uh, is, is so humbling. So Josh said, we have just amazing stories. Well, one of those amazing stories is his own. I was uh, traveling with my family in Colorado. We love to take road trips. And uh, we'll, we'll pile on the car and you know, just hit the road. And um, on this trip, we were going to the mountains. And we had this amazing family vacation. And we're, we were headed back home. It was a good Friday. Uh, trying to get back to my church in, in Dallas in time for our Easter services. And uh, we're on this beautiful stretch of highway perfect day, sun shining, mountain snow capped. And um, my kids, uh, they were watching Door the Explorer, I remember. And uh, my wife and I were just chatting when serious, like literally this car pulled in front of us, crossing over the highway. Uh, the guy didn't look and I slammed my brakes on, but we ended up hitting his car going about 60 miles an hour. And they made our car go off the road. We ended up flipping over and uh, we ended up upside down in a ditch there. Um, I mean, it it really destroyed our car. The, the state trooper arrived on the scene. He said he'd never seen a car that was damaged that bad um, where there wasn't a fatality. Josh says as their car was flipping over, a flood of thoughts raced through his mind. A million a second, he said. And I remember this realization that this was it. You know, this was this was our time. And uh, I remember just this, this piece. And I remember coming to rest upside down and realizing that we were all hanging upside down. My kids were dangling from their, their car seats, um, and my wife and I were you know, just dangling from our seatbelts there. And I remember opening up my eyes, and 
it's kind of funny because as I looked around, I had this funny thought that went through my head. I remember actually thinking that, that heaven must look a lot like Colorado, which I would believe, you know, it's a beautiful place. But we ended up, uh, you know, I, my wife started moving and man, I'll, I'll never forget hearing my kids out of that silence, hear them start to cry. You know, it's the most beautiful sound. And, uh, you know, I clicked my seatbelt, climbed on the roof of the car and or on the ceiling um, and went over and one by one, you know, got them out of their seats. And, and uh, yeah, miraculously, they were all okay. It was such a blessing. Could have been very different. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just a reminder of how fragile life is. You know, life is just a vapor. I know it's cliche to say it, you know, but we, we don't know how long we have. We can't own it. We just get to hold it for a while. This life. It's just a reminder that now's the time to live our life. Now's the time you know, to live for those things that are important, to live for Jesus, and to, to make our lives count. This life. If you'd like to know more about living for Jesus and about making your life count, go to this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Josh Havens has a little more to say about the terrible car crash he and his family were in. You will hear that story in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Do you have family devotions? I'll tell you how to do it. Make it brief, make it interesting, make it sincere. Billy Graham. I've never had one of my five children say, Dad, let's don't have devotions today. Now, I've had one boy that has mentioned a couple times that they got a little long. And I remember I had a guest clergyman in, a very famous clergyman in, and I asked him to pray, and he prayed quite a long prayer. And when he got through, my little boy, who was only three or four then, said, Daddy, that was far too long, right out loud. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Jim Kirkland and Phil Fleischman. Could we ask you to be praying for an outreach that Franklin Graham is holding in Myanmar? Myanmar was formerly known as Burma, and for years, it was one of the most closed and isolated countries in the world. Well, Franklin Graham is sharing the message of Christ there November 18th through the 20th. Even if you're hearing this after his festival is over, you can still be praying for those who attended. Pray that those who didn't surrender their hearts to Christ at the festival would make that decision now. And for those who did give their lives to Christ, pray that God will help them grow in their faith. Speaking of prayer, Josh Haven said that car accident he and his family were in had a big impact on the way he prays. My prayer has been that God would use trials that we go through to remind us to pray for other people who are going through those things. Because a lot of times we don't think about those things until we're there. We don't even realize, like, I never thought about car accidents or people that were facing that until I was there. And so it's a reminder to pray for those people and that, you know, that he would turn trials into testimonies. And there's one other part of Josh's testimony from that accident that he describes as pretty amazing. When we went off the road, probably the only other car within, you know, miles uh, was a car that was at the other side of the intersection that, that the car we hit uh, was crossing. And we narrowly missed him just by inches. And he was an off-duty fireman. He jumped out of his car, um, pried our doors open, and I handed him the kids. And he had blankets. It was about uh, 28 degrees. So uh, he had blankets to cover the kids up with, and yeah. 
What a story. We appreciate Josh Havens taking the time to share it with us, and we appreciate you taking the time to listen. You might want to tell your friends about it, and one way to do that is through Facebook. And to find us on Facebook, just search for Billy Graham Radio. This is GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. You're going before me and oceans are parting. You're fighting.